0: Welcome to Climbing the Pockets, the final score. Join Dave in progress at the end of the game. He will be followed by Tyler and Jason joining the show. And, of course, we roll out Greg Joseph for the kick. Let's get three and get it within one score and keep that going so we can lose by seven. All right. I'm streaming, so I'm probably behind you guys locally that are watching Um, in the Minnesota area, and the kick is up, and it is good. We are now within seven points, 30 to 23. 32 seconds left, which means we'll kick off, and the Rams will kneel it because the Vikings have no timeouts left. That should be your ball game. The Vikings continue their one-score streak alive, but it doesn't matter because they dropped below 500, once again. Yo-ho-ho, and a bottle of bourbon. You got that right, Joseph. However, today I am drinking uh, brewed in Texas, or actually distilled in Texas, Texas Tower Vodka. I am in a sort of Russian mood, not in a good mood. I'd like to yell and scream and bite people's heads off because how this game went... But, again, I do hope, if you're late joining us, everybody had a marvelous and Merry Christmas. Got everything you wanted. And we're going to try an onside kick. Let's see how this goes. All right. Keep your fingers crossed. How about it? And from what I'm seeing on Twitter, uh, it doesn't matter. Boom. Kick. And. Rams received. Game is basically over. Hey, Mary's drinking Captain Morgan. Yes, Mary, a little warmth from the Caribbean. Get ready to join the conversation. Win or lose. Victory or agonizing defeat. Disappointment or glory. Climbing the pocket is here. Woo! Merry Christmas, Andrew. Howie, all right. God is still good, Crystal. He always is. Without a doubt, he always is. Um, can't stop the run. It's difficult. Yeah. Scott, I mean, when you you stop it on like two or three plays, and then the fourth one goes for 20, it doesn't help. Mason Bradley scored. No, they're not going to score. This game's over. They're kneeling it down. Victory formation. GGG's Vikes go Rams. Well, Michael, hey, your team won. They clinched the playoff position. Congratulations to them. I need to take a sip. My throat's getting a little dry. Ah, Merry Christmas. Running the comments again. Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and appreciating you being here. Hey, if you do not know yet, on our YouTube page, which this is live at, as well as Facebook, we are at 999 subscribers. We would love to hit 1,000 before we go into our draft mode, which may start Monday. Uh, I don't know that for uh, for sure. I'll have to talk to the guys that do that, uh, Tyler being one of them, but we'll find out. Vinny, yes, yes. I agree with you 100%. This team, yes, this team. Peru, good to see you back. Um, they're not, they're not beating Green Bay. Hey, with this team, they could do anything, and they could beat Green Bay. They could win out and still not make the playoffs. So, you know, it's going to be that. Clifford, YouTube will be over 1000 now. Thank you, Clifford. I appreciate that. Um, a Vikings fan's favorite <laughs> saying maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, it tends to be. I don't know if it's the curse. Do you believe in a curse? Uh, there's the whole losing the NFC championship game, leaving it, our stadium, stadium, trophy in a gas station, In 69, I think it was. And that turns out it ended up in Green Bay. Go figure. Um, Who knows? Who knows? We shall find out. I'm still waiting on Jason and Tyler to join us. But tell me, who do you think is going to survive this season? Will. Will. Mike Zimmer, one, survive, or will he be released? Two, will Rick Spielman be survive, will he be released, or will he be he promoted into an advisory role where he has less power and is no longer the GM? Vinny, it, odds are it'll eventually be that way unless we get hit by a world-ending comment or something. It just may not be in our lifetimes. Uh, Dad asked, when will Zim get fired? That's the question I'm asking. Does he get fired this season? Does Kirk cousin gets get traded? Kirk in the whole first half and into the third quarter was crap. Um Howie please no goodbye to Zimmer. Uh Hiru says running game looked good though. It was it was decent on and off. There was times when we needed yards, didn't get them, and there was times when Maddie would run for, you know, 10 to 20. Um, Mary guesses that Mike Zimmer shall be gone. We'll find out. And, oh, my local game's on. Eagles are up 34 to 10 over the Giants. Go figure. Ah. <laughs> Let's see. Clifford, one more year of KC. Nothing better out there. Kirk should be... Uh, Hero says Kirk should be traded. Zim and Spielman can both kick rocks. I tend to agree with you, buddy. More picks in one game than the average picks of a kindergartner's nose and still a big W. Yes. When you get three turnovers and you still... What, I think you produce three points off of one of them and that was about it? That's horrible. Uh Not going to matter because his head coach gets groceries and our coaches still play. And once again, the O-line center and right guard. Yes, they got hammered today, which we knew they would. Aaron Donald is a beast. Uh, Joseph Rick will get kicked upstairs for at least two years because that's what's left on his contract. They have to pay him anyways. Well, same goes for Zimmer. He's got... uh, at least next year is fully guaranteed, and most of the following years fully guaranteed. Hero V's Vikings fans deserve better. We need hardware in those empty trophy boxes. I agree one hundred percent. Absolutely. Andrew, Kubiak and Zimmer can start to interview for their new jobs at any time. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually do. Uh, ten points. Ten points. Oh, it was ten points off three takeovers. All right. I stand corrected. Thank you, Clifford. Howie, yeah, you got that right. Uh, <laughs> Vinny, get Kubiak and Zim out of here. Yes. Uh, hard to say goodbye. Yes, Mary, you've been a fan for so long, most more than most of us. I'm an old-timer, too. Uh, what will happen to... Ticket sales and that depends on the promotion department I don't think it would be too bad they've sold out every season since I think Randy Moss so I'm not worried about that too terribly uh, defense collapses when we needed to stop well they they did their best with what they had that's all I can say uh, got everything Kirk gone Zimmer gone Rick, bye-bye, plus koob gone too. Yes, I think Koob's will be gone with Zimmer. I don't think he stays. They might want to keep – that'll all be up to – say we get rid of Zimmer and get a new coach. The new coach will come in here and decide on which of the staff that is still under contract he wishes to keep. Say it's Andre Peterson. He keeps Andre Peterson. Then he looks over and sees Adam Zimmer, and he says, "Ah, no, you're gone. Uh, So it could go either way on either side of the ball. doesn't matter. (coughs) Would still be fun to embarrass Green Bay at their place. Yes, it'd be great to sweep them. I said last week, watch us lose to the Rams and then sweep Green Bay and Chicago this season. And the only team in this division we'll have lost to is the winless at the time, Lions. If Clifford, if sales remain, then Zim could probably survive. Five hundred team makes a lot of money for the wealth. So it does. It always keeps them in the conversation. So, hey, I got Tyler joining. Let's bring him on. Thank you, Min from Georgia. I want to bring Tyler in real quick. I'm gonna switch screens. Boom. Go to preview mode. Window, two window, bang. One window, bang. And oh, I lost Tyler. Damn it. That happens sometimes. So I'll stay in the one window. Um. We'll go, we'll stay here, and there he's trying again. Oh, this is Jason this time. Alright, let's try to bring Jason in. I'm sure he's listening, he knows what's going on. Ah, uh, scroll down. Boom. Two window. Boom. One window. Bringing Jason in. There he is. How are you, my friend, my buddy, my pal from the Great White North in Canada? What's the word?
1: I don't even know, man. Like, I mean. Yeah, Vikings lose. What 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 else is there to say? We had a uh, plenty of opportunities. Matthew Stafford felt like uh, Detroit Stafford. Like felt like you really wanted us to win that game. Like really, 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 really wanted us to win that game. And uh, as has often been the case for our team throughout the course of the season, we just left too many points on the board. Like the announcers were saying it towards the end of the game that we'd been inside the ten five times and only converted to one touchdown. Uh, just not good enough. You know, like, the defense is undermanned as they, they were. Like, yeah, they were getting gashed in the run game. But, I mean, they held up pretty well, especially in the second half of that game. Um, yeah, we just, we just couldn't do enough to capitalize on all of the mistakes that uh, the Rams were making in that game. And, and ultimately, it cost us down the stretch. I'm not going to say, like, it's Kirk's cousin's fault we won the game. Just the offense clearly did not play well enough for us to, to pull this one out. Uh, there was some very suspect play calling our typical run run punt stuff, but you know Madison is not Dalvin Cook. we can't run our offense through Alexander Madison so if we know he's not around, we got to figure out a way to get that short passing game going. We had one drive where like we really opened up with the screens and the swings and we were running like really really effective with in the moving the ball type offense yeah with-
0: his quick paced and we drove down the field. We are two touchdowns behind and that's when Kirk tends to go into his pad the stat mode and that works. We should tell Kirk the whole thing. Yeah. You're two scores behind. You're two scores behind. You're two scores behind. Ignore what's on the I scoreboard. mean I feel, you're two scores I feel like behind. We'll I feel be you hit mute, I think. Not hearing you. No. Here, you lost your mic. I don't know what it is, but uh, we've lost the mic on Jason, so I will continue. Uh, We need to go to hurry up more offense more often. Yes, we do. Uh, Zim says, I want to put out this, Daniel. Zim says we need to run more. You know why he says we need to run more? He says we need to run more. When Kirk is not playing well, he wants to take the ball out of Kirk's hands and give it to his running backs. There are less bad things that happen that way. That's why he says that. And Jason, can you hear me? Yeah, but you, sound like, you sound like garbage. You sound like you're your a robot.
1: And come back and see.
0: Okay, me. try it again. And now that uh, Tyler is here, let's bring in Tyler in the middle. And hello, hello, hello. How are we doing? That's better. That is better, Jason.
2: I will just warn you. I can. I cannot hear a dang thing you're saying. For some reason, my phone is. Can you guys hear me at all? Give me a yes. so You can
0: hear me. Yes, we can hear you.
2: Okay, perfect. Man, like I gotta tell you, it was really cool to be field side. But I. Why can't this offense perform like it did on that last drive um, when they were down 14? The play calling was fantastic. The execution was excellent. But there's no consistency. You have three mass Stafford turnovers, which were all ugly. and You score only 10 points. You drive down to the, to the inside the 10-yard line and don't get anything. Like, I said it in my uh, pregame piece for the Vikings wire. All you need to do, take advantage on offense, get a few stops on defense, you can win this football game. They weren't able to do that today. And... I'll expand more on this than Climbing the Pocket Mondays, which if you are not following the YouTube channel, please, please do. Uh, Last check, we were one away from a thousand, which would really make a big difference for us, especially in the algorithm as we try and grow this brand. (sighs) Really frustrating, gentlemen. I, I would say I'm surprised, but this is par for the course. This is a really good football team that either shows up when they need to or doesn't show up when they need to, and you can't predict either way. Um, just overall, really disappointing. This is a Rams team that could have been beat, and we could have beat them easily. And we decided to kind of mess around, not take advantage of opportunities with Jefferson, who Ramsey was not following all day, by the way. Very, very tough there. I'm going to let you guys go because I'm about to be engulfed in the masses and not be able to, to hear anything you guys are saying. So I greatly appreciate both of you. I'm gonna listen once I get to my pickup in about a half hour because I'm in garage beat. and <laughs> skull, I guess. I mean,
1: we'll see just you tomorrow night.
2: Lost for a purple.
1: See you tomorrow night,
2: homie.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. We're back to just me and you.
1: It's <sighs> we're back to it. It's frustrating. One thing I, I will say, like watching this game. A couple of things. Kirk Cousins has not played great football in the last three games the Vikings have played. Three. Um, try six. Had, okay, fine. Five, fine we'll six. go six. I'm just saying, last three, Kirk hasn't played well. But I also don't think that it's necessarily fair to put all of this at the feet of Kirk Cousins. I feel like there was just a lot going on in this game uh, that can be put everywhere. And I agree with Vinny Richards. Let's stop saying the Vikings are a really good football team. The Vikings have some good football players. There is very little during this era, this current era of the Minnesota Vikings, this Zimmer era, and now the Kirk Cousins era, that should lend us to believe that this is a great football team or a really good football team. I got destroyed earlier for saying that the Mike Zimmer era has been mediocre. And people said, well, look at his record in aggregate. The Vikings team has been the epitome of inconsistency in the Zimmer era. It's become a meme. It's a joke. The one year good, one year bad. That's not greatness. This season has been like a microcosm of the Mike Zimmer era in total. It's been a microcosm of Kirk Cousins' career in its totality. Zimmer's a great defensive coordinator. Kirk is a very good quarterback. He is an above average NFL quarterback. He's certainly not an elite NFL quarterback. He is. He is. By any measure, any measure you're looking at it, Kirk Cousins is easily above average quarterback. Yeah. And, like, again, we're not going to say QB wins in and of itself as, like, the defining feature. The issue is more nuanced than that. And I think that we can understand Kirk can both be a very good quarterback but a quarterback that is difficult to build around if you're paying him big money. Both those things can both be true at the same time. So I don't think it needs to be broken down to Kirk is either bad or not bad. Kirk is a good quarterback. Period. Kirk is a good quarterback. Mike Zimmer's a great defensive head, um, a defensive coordinator, and he's a very solid head coach. coach. And I think he's a fixer. And in a situation like the one that he came into with the Vikings, when the Vikings were a hot mess, Vikings, Uh, Mike Zimmer was the perfect person to come in and fix things and turn them around, get us back on the road to respectability. I just am starting to, maybe not starting to, continuing to have my doubts as Mike Zimmer, as the guy who when there are expectations and the team is supposed to be good, that he is the one to lead the team into battle because time after time, after time, after time, after time, his teams don't seem to show up in these big moments. And that is a problem. Oh, we got a Packers fan in here. Somebody get them the hell up out of here. <laughs> but, you know, I can't even be mad. If we were in a, si- in a similar situation to them, we would also be talking shit. So, like, mm-hmm. talk your shit. Our team isn't good enough to stop you from talking we'll shit. So I'm not even going to be mad about him coming in here and talking shit because we spend half our time ragging on this team as well for being inconsistent as all hell, not making plays when they need to, making boneheaded plays throughout the game, but in this game, I don't know. I don't know that many of us penciled this game as a, as a win mm. uh, when we looked at things. No, the Rams
0: this was one of the original losses. because They seem the like a be better version
1: of us in, in many ways. Like They run a similar style of offense or had been running a similar style of offense. They prefer to you know lead with the running game, run the boots to play action, do all those sorts of things to get some easy throws for the quarterback. They're not asking a ton of Matt Stafford in a way that the Vikings are very similarly not asking Kirk to go out there and win them games. If things are going according to the script, like we're similar teams. They just have, you know, mortgaged their future to kind of stack, go with a stars and scrubs model where you got Aaron Donald, some names you recognize, and then just some dudes. Somehow their offensive line, they're able to paper it together with just some guys Who seemed to play well year over year over year. So I don't know. Like, I didn't expect them to win this game, but we had that opportunity to win the game. We had many opportunities. Stafford wanted us to win this game and we couldn't capitalize. And I think that's the story for the Vikings all season long. Mm -hmm. Um, And that'll ultimately, I think, be the story of the Mike Zimmer era in Minnesota and potentially the Kirk Cousins era in Minnesota if things, you know, continue to go the way this season look like it's going and you know we don't make the playoffs again
0: (laughs) i asked the viewers before you came on and i'm going to ask you out of mike zimmer rick spielman kirk cousins does mike get fired does uh rick spielman get fired or promoted into an advisory position where he doesn't have as much influence and does Kirk get traded
1: i mean i guess if i was going to rank these things in in order of, of the certainty i think around them i think it's likely that neither zim or rick are in the same jobs that they have uh at this point in time next season so um if we're going to go like with the fired, I think Zimmer is the more more likely of the two of them to not be with the franchise anymore um and like Nick Olson has said if if Zim leaves, he should be a hot commodity for a, t- a franchise that's in disarray and needs to be turned around. Okay. Zim has shown that he can get a team like a Jaguars or something like that back to something that looks like yeah. respectability so like Getting, Maybe Zim to, going into know, one on of those situations, getting
0: in the playoffs, making the playoffs, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think Zim likely gets fired. I just don't know that his message is is landing the way that it did in in the early days. And I think that to be that hard nosed, kind of tough minded, old school type of coach in this league in this era, you got to be winning, and you got to be winning more consistently. And the Vikings just aren't doing that, right? So like Zim, I think is gone. Um, it seems that the Wills really respect um and appreciate rick spielman um if even for just like his counsel and helping them understand the way that the league works and all those things so i wouldn't be surprised if spielman gets to stick around in a role that's not the gm um and then i think the question that's going to dominate the majority of the uh, the early part of our off season um as vikings fans is like what do they do with kirk cousins because again um i think kirk cousins is a very good quarterback but you I also think he's worth don't 45 know five
0: million good if and how that affects the with rest a of
1: Kirk season. Cousins and like when you're trying to build a, a team, a solid team, with a good offense and a good defense and the depth and all those things that you need, I don't know that the edge you get with Kirk Cousins is big enough to make up for the deficiencies that you may have in other parts of your team if you have to pay him what the market says that you're gonna need to pay him. With that said I think if you put Kirk in some other situations, maybe like a Denver or even maybe the Steelers, like I think there are other situations around the league where a team could look at like where Kirk is at and think that like he is the missing piece. Hell, we thought that too. So Mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe Kirk goes someplace else and like his fortunes change. But like we were that team that thought that trading for Kirk was going to be the piece that put us into consistent, not just making the playoffs, but like title contention. And we're looking at missing the playoffs again. Like I said a couple of shows ago, my buddy who's a Washington fan, he's talking shit to me because they've won the division more times since we got Kirk Cousins on our team. You know, as bad as they've been, he can still hold that over my head because we haven't achieved what we thought we were going to achieve with the combination of Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, and Rick Spielman. And so I think it's at some point we got to try something different Maybe an offensive-minded head coach comes in, looks at the tools that Kirk has and says, hey, we can build a team around him. I feel confident. Here's my plan. Here's what we're going to do. Maybe that's the next step, and maybe that's the thing where we have Justin Jefferson, and we have you know Irv and Conklin, and we can build this young offense um, with Kirk, with Derrissaw and O'Neal, and we can go that way and and see what happens there and just try to piece it together on defense. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Nothing that we've seen so far with this group uh, makes me feel like we're going to be anything other than a team that's, like, hoping that we can maybe make it to the playoffs. And, like, damn it, that's not good enough. Like, it just isn't. You're not paying a quarterback the amount of money that we're paying Kirk Cousins at the most important position to maybe hope that you can sniff the playoffs every other year if you're lucky. And, like, some shitty teams in the NFC East lose some games down the stretch for you to get in. Like, Yeah, I'm just sick of being okay with just being okay. I think it's okay for us to want to have a higher standard for this team and hold everybody involved accountable for it and say that Kirk is good. He hasn't been good enough based on how the team has performed. Fuck the stats. Based on how the team in totality has performed since this experiment started. That Zimmer is great. But the team in and of itself has been hella inconsistent since he got here and got things turned around and we haven't actually achieved the heights that we thought we were going to rick is great at gaming the the draft he is excellent at it but damn it you know when you get to this point would we maybe have preferred to have some more mid-round players other than like these seventh rounders who are going out there looking like they maybe don't belong on an nf i don't know Mm -hmm. whatever it is this combination of people at the top of our organization have not put a team a product on the field that we can be excited about late in the season and it's frustrating as a fan and i think it's okay for us to demand better and it doesn't mean we hate any of them or we think that they're terrible at what they do they're obviously not look at where they are they're at the top of their their uh <laughs> where the top of the mountain in terms of where you can be in their in their professional careers but like Damn it, they just haven't been good enough for us. So maybe, like, you know, a change of pace is better for all of them. Maybe it's some more years of suffering and being actually terrible for a little bit. And maybe getting, being in a position to draft a quarterback early. I don't know. But, like, this ain't it, man. This can't be it. We, we, we should want more than this.
0: Yes, we should. Um, Andrews talks about the center guard position. Yes, need that. It'd be nice to be able to pay for one. Um, I don't know if you have a stomach for starting rookie QB next year. If we do move on, if we, if we go with the rookie QB route, it's going to be a, hey, let's see how he progresses over the season type deal. We may finish with three wins and go, Hey, it was successful. He got better and better Games were within one score. Um, if we start with a rookie, we're not going to instantly think, Hey, we can make it to the playoffs. That's not going to be the perception. Then we know it's like two or three years and we'd go on a much different sort of field for the shows as we're talking. But it's like about something
1: like Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, who, who recently uh, started with, with climbing the pocket and should be pumping some articles out this off season. He was looking at like the Browns mm-hmm. and he looked at the Browns and said, like, if the Browns had Kirk Cousins, they would be a really dangerous team. And it's nice to think of those things in a vacuum, right? Like, right. Baker Mayfield is terrible. So if you put a quarterback like Kirk Cousins on that Brown offense, Browns offense, of course they'd be better, but there's a trade-off. Baker's cheap, <laughs> right? Yep. So like all of that talent that's around Baker wouldn't be there if you remove Baker at his cheap contract and right. replace him with quarterback a quarterback at a far contract. more yes. expensive contract, right? So it's all trade-offs, and it's figuring out what are the trade-offs that make sense as we move this thing forward i think some of it's also like kirk much like adrian peterson did for us uh in his era gives us a level of stability where we're never going to be just like awful we're going to be okay most of the time i think if you have kirk and zimmer but when you're just okay all the time it also makes it really hard to like hit the reset button and really try to turn things around to get if that you extra just keep bit to keep kind of running it back yeah
0: and to improve to get to Instead of being that I'm a nine and eight team, eight and nine team to a I'm a consistent twelve and you know five
1: team. And that comes through the passing game. Like the teams that tend to be the most consistent year over year over year are the ones that have a great quarterback and a coach that is committed to building around what that quarterback needs to be successful. And unfortunately it seems, it's been the rumor since Kirk got here, that Zim didn't really want Kirk. And when you watch the way the it's Vikings play yes. and call plays all throughout this season, it looks like we're trying to win while also having Kirk do the absolute least amount of things that he can do in that game until we get down by 14 plus. right? And then when we get down by 14 plus, it's like, oh shit, Kirk, please get us out of this mess. And it's like, at some point, if they just like, take the ups, take the downs, and just see what it works like if you just open it up and let it go with Kirk and let it be his team. So who knows? Maybe that's the next phase of what it is for Vikings is that they're going to, like, roll the dice and see how it goes with, like, just Kirk being his team. And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But, like, this half in, half out, we're a defensive football team with a super expensive quarterback that we don't want to do anything. Well, I don't, I don't think- see how that's the recipe. I don't for, think Zim
0: trusts Kirk. I think when doesn't. Zim talks Clearly. about we need to we need to run more, we need to run more, we need to run more. I think that's because he's trying to take the ball away from Kirk, basically. Right. He'll yeah. have Kirk handoff, that's fine. Right. But especially when Kirk is playing badly, it's like, no, I need to run more. Kirk's gonna hurt me because he's you know got a fifty something quarterback rating. He's not throwing anywhere near the sticks beyond Versus even over him, past him. And so he wants to go to the run game. And that's just, in this day and age, it is so much more efficient in the passing game to move downfield and score points that you've got to let that go. And if you don't have that trust there, and I think that goes all the way back to when Kirk was signed originally, that causes a problem. And I think that's the downfall for one Zimmer. I think it's a downfall yep. for the organization and it's no good for Kirk either because they have not overcome that in four years. So yeah,
1: like I, again, like I wouldn't hmm. be surprised if Kirk cousins goes into a different situation and finds a success that he never found here. And that like Kirk cousins fans burn Vikings Twitter down to the ground saying like, see, see, see like Kirk is competent. He is capable he can do a lot of the things we're looking to. He also does have some brain farts at times that make you say like, what the hell? But that's why like you just acknowledge that he's very good. He's not elite, right? He's generally not week to week. He's not the guy that you're expecting to go in there, put the team on his back and carry you to victory. But like as a cog in a system on a good offense, Kirk can absolutely be a piece that like gets you to where you want to go or keeps you in contention. But you have to be willing to just consistently play to the strengths of, of the quarterback. And it seems like we've been like half in half out. Okay. So like, we know Kirk's not great at navigating the pocket. So we want to get the ball out quick. But then we also know that Kirk's really good on deep shots, but like, do we trust him to do the play actions the way that? We- and so it's like, we just keep oscillating between like the mm-hmm. things. It's like, which thing do we want to minimize? Which thing are we going to live with? And like the dink and dunk that we got, we, we went to, it just put us in a position where, like, you get behind. It's just really hard for us to, to come back. We can't pass block at all. Our interior linemen just get destroyed by any competent uh, D-line that they face. Interior
0: and, like, D-line. Hey, you're not going to win. once the ones we have problems with. And we have that in our division, right, with both Chicago and um, Green Bay, well, even Detroit for a long time. The interior has yep. always been tough on us, and they have not – solved that problem at all in the entire Zimmer era. Uh,
1: So I think maybe on the Spielman tip, one thing that I would say, and I don't know who, who gets the blame for this piece, but we drafted interior offensive linemen for the run game instead of pass protection. So the guys that we drafted to protect Kirk Cousins, we actually drafted them because of how good they move in the zone run game. Which in and of itself, if 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 that's Rick's call, then like Rick maybe should be the first one to go. Because you're gonna pay a quarterback a ton of money. You gotta give him what he needs to survive and, and, and thrive. And that is pass protection. Mm-hmm. First, give him pass protection. So like I think at this point, like they are they all are kind of who they are. Kirk, good not great, maybe good enough, probably not good enough in Minnesota in the situation that we have going on here. Zim, amazing at scheming. I don't know if he's the guy to run a team that's going to be consistently I don't successful. Know. And he may move I've on never to seen one of those it here.
0: teams like Jacksonville and then have that quarterback, right? Because, you know, I've done the research on the Super Bowl winners. All but except for, I think, two teams. You had that quarterback. You get that quarterback, and he goes all the way, right? It's just who knows how this is going to play out other than it's not going to play out as currently constructed in Minnesota. A Viking Tom no, asked no. where Wyatt Davis is. Wyatt Davis is still on the team. Uh, beyond that, I don't know. I think he was active today. I think he's only Udo's backup.
1: I mean, Wyatt Davis is clearly just not as good as I think we thought he was. No, um, he I think that we got it. caught up a little bit in the early draft cycle. Of thinking that because davis was being mocked very early in the first round and then fell to later on i feel like we still maybe anchored on that early like oh this is where he's at but i think where he got drafted was fair and like he probably is going to take a bit of time and some development who knows maybe down the road maybe on the next team maybe on a team that does a better job at developing offensive linemen than we seem to be able to he can have a renaissance but damn it uh we don't seem to be the team where any of those things are going to go down because uh,
0: they still are Andrew, but just not in the quantity as normal as it
1: used to be. But I also feel like it's, it's not just about defensive minded or not defensive minded because like Bill Belichick is a defensive minded coach, but he's also shown a willingness to adjust and a lot of the flexibility that we see with Zimmer on the defensive end in terms of like how he's willing to just like, Change completely up his defense, change, change up his scheme. And scheme we don't see that same flexibility on like I the overall offense and our identity <laughs> and like here's what we have so let's switch up and like we have you know a quarterback who is arguably top 10 in the league we have one of the best young wide receivers in the league we probably have a top five tandem in terms of Thielen, jefferson when they're healthy We have Conklin who's come along. Like, we have weapons in the passing game. We know we we have a We know we can score with anybody in the league. And unlike at times where, like, there's times where, like, the Patriots team will be, like, a throw-it-all-over-the-field type of offense. Other times, we're going to be a grind-it-out. Like, the Vikings just, we want to run the ball more. We want to run the ball more. We want to run, like, it's not working. We got to switch it up. You know, we got to switch it up. And we seem to lack the ability to do that. And, um... It's super frustrating. And while like there there was well part of me was hopeful that the Vikings could figure out a way to win this game. Another part of me is just like, I don't know, as a fan maybe playing out the string on this season, hoping that, you know, things change for us at the end and we go in a different direction where at least we can be hopeful that like yeah, things might get worse in the short term for possibly better long term versus just like this meh of year over year fighting our battle like our super bowl is getting to 500 at the end of the season oh, like what the hell man <laughs> no
0: it shouldn't be it's crazy all right let's let's wind this down a little bit we've talked about future moves we've got more in the process was there any highlights of this game you wanted to mention
1: um, I mean, one thing. I, I was joking around with the boys, uh, like Miles and Yinka and Jr. In, in our group chat. Jalen Ramsey is a dog, man. Like, oh, he's good. <laughs> there was a point. Uh, there was a point a couple of seasons ago where folks on Vikings Twitter were telling me that they wouldn't want Jalen Ramsey on their team. Like, that is the type of player we want on a team. Like, Flip will joke all the time about us needing like some more swagger on our team. Damn it, we need some dudes on this team with some more swagger. Like, we're just like. Playing hard all the time, not trying to lose on any single rep. Like, yeah. Like, Mary, I know, has asked, like, where's the leadership on this team? Like, who are those guys? Like, we need some more dogs on this team. Just some dudes who are like, I don't care what's happening. Like, you aren't getting a yard on me. And then they're letting you know about it after the fact. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Watching him, like watching those battles and the the replays with, with Jalen Ramsey and Justin Jefferson, like if you're a fan of football, like that was amazing to watch. JJ
0: won some of them and Ramsey won some of the others.
1: Um, It was great football. So I enjoyed watching that quite a bit. Um, I mean, yeah, like at time when the Vikings offense played with urgency, they look good. Like when they played with urgency, they look good. And so like, that's what's so frustrating is that like this team has clearly shown that they can play with anyone, But what separates, you know, the teams in the NFL is the ones that do it on a consistent basis, the ones that do it week to week, the ones that do it series to series. And we just aren't that team.
0: Right. And they have the ability to do play with anybody. We show it every week. But it's the mentality. And it's that portion that we need to fix. So it happens on a consistent basis. You talk about a dog mentality. Our dreaded rivals, Green Bay, have that with Aaron Rodgers. He's confident as hell. You give him 40 seconds, he's going to win the game. We need that mentality. We do not have it. Lowlights of the game, I think we've already hit. That interior line got just absolutely abused by Aaron Donald and company. There was too many three and outs, which left the defense on the field too long and gasping for air because they would – Get a stop and come out, and there's three and out, and then have to go back in. You can't do that. You got to play complimentary football like all of us have heard. Now, what's ahead for the Vikings?
1: <laughs> I mean, we're got probably. Games. I, I mean, and knowing this Vikings team, they'll probably win them both,
0: you uh-huh. know? <laughs> <laughs> like I said they'll sweep the NFC North except for the windless Lions and I mean,
1: I mean that's the, the thing that makes it so frustrating is that you know the Vikings will probably go and you know, win these last two games but I don't know I feel like we'll win out probably still miss the playoffs um, just to, for maximum salt in the wound maximum pain maximum sadness with it all and like we get what we deserve you know you don't lose to Cooper Rush. You don't lose to the Lions, and you're not in this situation. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, I mean, that's so just two we get those, what we deserve.
0: All those one-score games.
1: You know, like, this was the first game I think the Vikings didn't have a lead all season. So, you know, that's 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 different. But, uh, I mean, we had every opportunity to have a lead in this game. And, like, even in those, like, why are we running Alexander Madison from the nine-yard line? on for like, yeah.
0: There's so many r- run, run, run calls, and it was like, are you kidding me? And then the next the next series, we get a ball, we get a turnover, whatever, we get the ball, and you know, first and 10, what are we doing? We're running the football. And it's just like, man. Yeah.
1: But now, anywho, we got a full week of shows.
0: I was about to say, what's Dave. next with CTP? Climb in the pocket. Your network of choice. Fan network.
1: We got CTP Monday. We got in the huddle. Are we doing Happy Hour this week?
0: Uh, we'll try to get in right now. Matt cannot because his wife is dealing with the dreaded virus. Oh no! Um, so but we'll, we'll see. We'll try to get folks on Wednesday. Well, uh, I already got a confirmation from Flip and um, Eric that they'll be here Thursday. Question is, will we have an in the huddle on Tuesday?
1: We will figure that out. And uh, I want to say just shout out to everyone. My daughter, actually, so my daughter, nine years old, uh, she let me know that she started following me on uh, on YouTube so that we were when we got to 999 subscribers. But uh, shout out to whoever it was. We'll go in and figure it out. But we're at a thousand now. Uh, all of y'all who are in here with us every week uh really helping direct all of these shows with your awesome comments, questions. We really love and appreciate all of you. Uh you know, happy holiday, ho- holidays to everyone with all this craziness going on with COVID and Omicron and all of those things. Stay safe and we will be back all week chopping it up with all of y'all. Uh we didn't get the result we wanted today, but uh you know, it is what it is. Still Vikings skull. football It is. You're as old as I am, you're used to it. (laughs) It's true. David, uh, play the music, man.
0: Well, first, enjoy your beverage, enjoy your food, enjoy your family if they're around. If not, just tolerate them like everybody else does. And enjoy your week off between the holidays as we look forward to a fantastic 2022. And with that, what do we say? Oh! Oh! Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climbing the Pocket. Skull, everybody!